0: Welcome to Travel Eat Cook. I'm Stacey Archer, a food blogger and a world traveler. I believe at the heart of every travel experience is an opportunity to learn local food culture. Today, I'm joined by Mark Beaumager. Mark is from here in Florida, but his mother is from Thailand, and he still has family in Thailand. Welcome,
1: Mark. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me. I, I can't wear to the- you know, share some things that people don't know about Thailand.
0: Well, you're the expert in Thailand. You've been over there how many times?
1: Oh, boy. The first time I went over there, I was four years old, believe it or not. And the last time, I was 38 years old. So, total of 10 times. So, it's, it's, it's been a trip, and it's awesome.
0: And you've explored many parts of Thailand. Talk about some of the places that you've
1: gone well, you know, always fly into Bangkok, and you know the Bangkok area is the epicenter of pretty much of Thailand, and it is unbelievably a great area just to explore different cultures because um, Bangkok, actually, you've got you've got different cultures in there. You've got Thai, you've got European. You've got Lao. You've got Vietnamese. So that is one of the greatest areas ever for food and also learning about Thai history. But then also we've got Phuket, which is probably one of the most beautiful places in the world.
0: I have been there. I have to say I was it was about a year and a half ago I went on a Windstar cruise uh, ship. We went from Singapore and then we went up to Paquette and then came back down. Paquet is so beautiful. I think it's known for its beaches. There's so many movies that have been filmed in yep. People that don't know. Paquette is like a, um, It's it's an aspirational travel destination. wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, One of the best things that you can do in Phuket, there are two things, actually. Actually, I'm going to say three things now. So kayaking. So again, Phuket is a lot like Hawaii, where you have these volcanoes. You have these great rock structures and you can rent a kayak and just have a great time going out, exploring the area. There are so many little islands that you can actually just discover on your own. Uh, It it is great. uh, Number two, and these are for the ladies now, (laughs) Stacy, you can go on the beach and you can get the best pedicure, manicure there is. Um, They do a great job. But one of my experiences in Phuket was uh, taking a deep sea, Uh, kind of fishing trip and what they do is they'll troll in the adamant sea and phuket is in the um south of thailand but west coast so it's the adamant sea and it's the pacific ocean but oh they have great snapper they have great grouper um just great fish that you can catch and so you can take one of these boats and go out there you'll catch a couple of snapper the guys on the on the uh, fishing boat they'll cook it for you for lunch and then you jump in into this island like a remote island and now all of a sudden you're getting a, a another pedicure which is amazing
0: what do you mean you jump into the water and you get a pedicure i i mean i heard you say and i know i mean everyone knows thai massages are amazing and Mm -hmm. pedicures and they have salons and everything but you're out fishing so what do you mean you jump in and you get a pedicure
1: okay so you're on one of these little islands and i'm gonna kind of reference this to almost like the caribbean like in the bahamas or puerto rico uh, cuba But in in the Pacific Ocean, um, they have extremely uh, very rich coral reefs um, where they have a ton of different fish. So if you jump into the ocean, you've got these little coral fish that will actually come up to you and nibble on you because it, it is very remote. So if you see that in the Caribbean... Well, they're kind of, you know, scared. But in Thailand, wow, they'll just come right up to. You.
0: So they nibble on you. Does it hurt?
1: No, no, no. It, it's it, it's actually very, um, it, it's almost spiritual in a way. Just because you're like being one with the ocean.
0: That's crazy. I think I think I'll stick to my regular pedicure. <laughs> You can go out fishing and you can go get your pedicure in the ocean.
1: <laughs> <didn't> do
0: that. <laughs> But back to Bangkok, let's talk about Bangkok again. You mentioned it's okay. kind of an explosion of different diverse cultures. You, you mentioned European, obviously Thai, some Vietnamese. <laughs> what is the food culture there like?
1: So the food culture, if you're looking at authentic Thai, you can stay at The Oriental Hotel, which is a five star hotel. I usually stay at the Hilton, which is on the river there. But what you do for food is you just go outside, you go on the street, and there are so many food vendors. And that's where you get the authentic Thai. But again, the floating river is the place to go for the best experience in Thailand.
0: Okay stop there what what do you mean by floating river I mean what do you mean floating river in Bangkok?
1: Well what they do is um, so if, if you were to go to the supermarket you're gonna drive your car you're gonna get out and you know shop well here in Thailand at the, the floating market you're gonna take a boat and all these vendors are on the sides of the river so you're literally, pulling up on a boat so hey listen i would like to get some thai silk i would like to get some authentic you know thai bamboo or you get the best boat noodle soup ever
0: (laughs) and you okay so i'm i'm having a vision of being on a boat on a river in bangkok and literally instead of walking to the market i am I'm boating to the market and I stop and I meet these vendors and I get the ability to shop. Then I move my boat over and I meet somebody else. Is that what you're saying?
1: Oh, absolutely. It, it, is, it is so fun. It's something that I, I really recommend anyone who goes to Thailand. That's the first thing they should do. It's, it, it's just a unique experience.
0: And then, okay, so you just mentioned at the very end of what you said, and I've heard this before, but now it's starting to, to click. You said boat noodle soup. I've always wondered what boat noodle soup is. I've heard of it. I know it's classic Thai, but I'm trying to put it together. Is it somewhat in relationship to this floating market?
1: It is. Um, it's known for the floating market. A lot of people are gonna, um, you know, think it's it, it's pho, which is Vietnamese. It, it's very this. It, it's the same um, type of of flavors, except in Thailand. Oh, you get actually river river water, and it sounds weird, but it is like the most amazing thing in the world. So, okay, so
0: they're using river water in their soup.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: So I I am familiar with pho because it's become popular in the United States, and mm-hmm. I and I know it's a Vietnamese cuisine, and it's a noodle broth based, and you add things to it. So is that essentially what boat noodle soup is? Only it's kind of a different take, a different Thai spin.
1: Well, with the Thai spin um, boat which is called great deal in Thai. Um, It is highlighted by cinnamon and star anise. You add some fish sauce, you add some, actually you can use any type of almost like a a bean paste, but I don't do that. Um, What they do over there is they, they use celery root. And I tell you one thing, they, they make the best, broth just because they let it simmer for like four to five hours
0: and how is the broth made is it made out of is it a bone broth is it made out of vegetables what is it
1: good question Uh, what i love is i actually use beef bones so i like to put the beef bones in there make sure it's simmered and just cooked almost tender where it's off the bone for four to five hours and then everything else you can just build yourself it's very easy um the, the noodles are just a, a rice almost like bean noodle and then the biggest thing with that is bean sprouts
0: okay so i'm hearing you it's a a, a beef bone broth and it's got cinnamon and star anise to it. So it's got a little bit of a different taste to it. Yeah. And then you build it with bean sprouts and other things. Would you, would you be willing to share this recipe on my blog?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I, I will send you um, an email with the recipe. It's very simple and it's very inexpensive as well. That's what I love about Thai food.
0: And you can find the ingredients here in America pretty easily?
1: Yes. Actually, now, for for example, here in Orlando, Publix is actually carrying the same type of things that you, you would find at an oriental market. So, yeah, it's very easy.
0: Okay, great. Well, uh, for everyone listening right now, I will go ahead and post uh, Mark's boat soup recipe boat noodle soup recipe online and I might even try to give it a shot with my food blog too
1: awesome awesome
0: so tell me a little bit more we've talked about Phuket Phuket Mm -hmm. obviously being right there on the ocean it's known for a lot of fish you go fishing you you know you get your fish pedicures as you mentioned (laughs) Bangkok is wonderful for street food, but you definitely need to hit the floating market that you mentioned. Where else would you recommend people visit if they had an extra day or two?
1: I would go to Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai is North Thailand. So you're almost on the border of Myanmar or Baimar, And Oh boy, that's where you can really see the huge elephants. You can take a ride on one through the rivers. It, it's absolutely beautiful. It's 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 something that I really believe that people need to see, just because the elephants are. Have you ever seen an elephant, Stacy?
0: They're huge, and I'm trying to figure out. So, have you actually ridden an elephant in a river?
1: I have. That's, I have.
0: that's crazy. So talk about it a little bit. I mean, what's the point? Do elephants, I mean, is, is there some spiritual ritual to it? I mean, I, I think of elephants in Africa. I don't think of elephants in Thailand.
1: So in Thailand, the elephants, they love watermelon. So if you give a, an elephant a watermelon, they're going to love you.
0: And so they get in the water and you ride them.
1: And they, they actually give you a bath. They give you a bath? Oh, yeah. They'll have their snout come in the water and then spray you. So it, it's fine. <laughs> <all right. laughs>
0: okay. That sounds fun. Well, I have seen many pictures of friends who've traveled to Thailand. And it seems as if an elephant ride is always on the list of things you need to do when you go there. So if you're in Chiang Mai, is there a specific food or a specific time of year you'd want to go? Well,
1: I would actually recommend to everyone. So Thailand has a huge rain season. And it's very similar to uh, kind of Florida, uh, you know, the southeast of the United States where you've got hurricanes, you've got a lot of rain. So they have a ton of rain. So their rain ends in mid-October through kind of like early November. So what they do in Chiang Mai, which is, I think it's awesome. they, They make a celebration about the rain. And the rain to them is, we're starting anew. And it's all about Let's get, you know, let's get situated for next year and let's just take away everything that we thought about that is negative. So they call that La Crothong, And what that means is every October 31st, November 1st, what they do is they put lanterns in the rivers in Chiang Mai they light them they put incense and some people actually will put you know hey listen a little cut of hair and they will let it flow away and that's their way of saying thank you
0: okay so let's, let's go back here so you're saying that if you were going to go and enjoy Thailand, definitely get up to Chiang Nai. And you're saying yeah. around October 31st is a great time to go because they're celebrating the the end of the rain season and the cleansing of what rain naturally does. Rain is, rain's refreshing. Rain's a new start.
1: Absolutely. And the greatest thing in the world is, you know, I, I was, how. Oh, everyone's doing lanterns but then when you see it in person the whole river is lit up hmm. by by candles and it's beautiful it, it's something that everyone needs to try to see once in their life
0: and you've seen it absolutely wow i would love to get a picture of that i would love to see what that is
1: oh uh, it, it is something else everyone has seen the um you know the uh, the movies where they do the floating ones in the air. Right. Traditional right. Thai. You know, the- <laughs> but
0: this is actually on the water and it's, it's like you said, it's a homage to the gods of rain and appreciation for all the nurturing rain brings to the Thailand area. I mean, especially because of the rice fields. I mean, you all in Thailand, I mean, rice is a big crop and having The proper tropical climate of rain is is necessary to the to the rice
1: oh absolutely you know thailand is known for you know tourism you know number one but most people don't know actually the rice is number one and it's something that you know we need we need to and i will say one thing stacy Jasmine rice, which comes from the Southeast Asia, something that most of us, we need to start cooking a little bit more. Jasmine rice is just beautiful, and it it comes from Southeast Asia.
0: So you kind of bring up a question I've always asked, and I'm going to ask you this on the spot. So why is jasmine rice... Here in the States, so much more expensive than, I don't know, long grain wild rice or whatever it is that we buy. What's so special about jasmine rice?
1: It's sweet. It's sweet. It is sweet. It, it, you, so you've got that sweet flavor and with a lot of Thai food, and I didn't bring this up, but a lot of, um, you want the chili peppers garlic and everything else, but the jasmine rice combats it.
0: Okay. So the sweetness kind of offsets the spice. Exactly. Okay, great. So tell me about maybe another recipe, one more, whether it's from Chiang Mai or any, any place in Thailand that you would highly recommend. And would you be willing to share it with our audience?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, my signature for is actually spring rolls, <laughs> and they're, they're pork spring rolls. Very easy to make. Um, you can get the ingredients, again, at your local grocery store, or if you have a oriental store that is close by, but it's very simple. Um, that, that is the epitome of, of Thailand a lot of people will say that pad Thai is the epitome of Thailand I disagree I, I'm going to spring roll here
0: <laughs> and you know it's funny because that's what I wanted to do when I went to Thailand I wanted to have pad Thai and now that you're talking about oh. spring rolls I'm feeling like I missed out so describe what makes a Thai spring roll
1: okay so the first thing is um the there are two differences or actually three so one is just a raw wrap which is awesome you can put shrimp you can put fresh cucumbers uh peppers everything else that's that is awesome but that's not Thai or then you can have kind of the big ones where it is a flour based so it's not rice um and that's the wrapper so It's going to have, who knows, meat, um, anything from beef to pork to chicken. And that's excellent as well. The ones that are authentic to Thailand, especially in the Chiang Mai area, are the uh, skinnier wraps, which are a rice, half rice, half flour. And it's made by pork. You You put cilantro. You put sliced green onions, you put carrots, soy sauce, fish sauce, a little bit of ginger and garlic. Fry them up for literally five minutes. You've got a meal for everyone. So
0: that sounds wonderful. Do you serve it with a sauce or do you just eat it straight out of the fryer?
1: Well, you can do a tamarind sauce you can do a nam prick and nam prick means basically hot chili pepper sauce which i love mm. uh, or you can just just eat it by itself uh. it
0: sounds great so can we get you to share that recipe too and Absolutely. don't forget the sauce i like what did you call it a nam sauce what's the spicy sauce
1: so it's called uh num prick uh prick pet so nam is water uh, prick is kind of hot pet is super spicy okay i'm
0: all in i'm a spicy girl i love that
1: <laughs> awesome <laughs> well awesome. this has
0: been wonderful so i have put you on the line for a boat noodle soup recipe i put you on the line for a spring roll recipe with that wonderful nam sauce mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. given me ideas on going to Bangkok and doing the floating market and getting over, well, I've been to Phuket Now, (laughs) I haven't done quite the pedicure there, but I will put that on my list when I go back. And then, of course, um, I'd like to experience something out of the ordinary. I've never heard of Chiang Mai, but the way you describe it with the elephants and then with that um, November ritual of the floating lanterns on the river – I just think that'd be phenomenal. So it's been great inspiration talking to you, Mark.
1: Stacy, thank you again. You know, I, I, what you're doing is literally phenomenal just because I think everyone, we need to get out. We got to go travel. We want to experience new places. We want to experience, you know, new foods and we want to bring back you know, new recipes to our homes.
0: Exactly. And that's, and that's what I'm trying to accomplish here. I mean, a lot of us can't travel right now. Um, So the experience of your recipes, authentic recipes from your family in Thailand and your, your 10 visits over there is going to be bringing it home to our kitchen. So thank you very much for joining us. And we hope to keep in touch.
1: Been a pleasure, Stacey. Thank Thank you you so much. Bye-bye.